welcome to Adam's Rib. It is our goal to uplift, encourage, and guide women in becoming the person that God intended for us to be. We believe that Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for our sins and rose again so that we could have eternal life. We want to guide you in figuring out God's purpose for your life. No subject is off limits here. We are Adam's Rib, and here we go. Hey, I'm Lindsay. And I'm Brendan. Yeah. And welcome back to Adam's Rib Podcast, episode 165. New listeners, welcome to the podcast. We have a brand new podcast episode that comes out every Tuesday. You can download the podcast in iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, Stitcher, or Spotify. You can like us on Facebook. You can follow us on Twitter. You can visit our website, adamsrippodcast.com. You can email us, adamsrippodcast at gmail.com. We welcome prayers, praise reports, offering, donations. We welcome all of that. All of that. And suggestions. Suggestions, too, of topics as well or whatever is just on your little godly heart. Hmm. Speaking of godly, <laughs> <laughs> let's just go ahead and just jump right into this thing. So, <laughs> so okay, so y'all, a while back, Lindsay and I were invited into a podcast uh, as special guests. You know, usually we're the ones bringing people in, but this time around, we were invited. So, there is a guy named Jay Mayo from Ohio, and he has a, a wonderful podcast called... Is he from Ohio? Yes, Ohio. I told you this. No, I think he's from Michigan. No. Jay, if you're listening, please confirm this. First of all. I'm 99% sure he's in Detroit. First of all, his area code was Ohio. That doesn't matter. It doesn't mean he lives in Ohio. Either way, though, (laughs) we were invited via web stream uh, for his podcast uh, called The Right to Real Love. And we had a actually we actually had a good time. We were talking about godly counsel. And we just want to piggyback on that. So before we... um, go into the subject we just want to shout out to jay thank you again for having us to come out this for you, this uh this for you brother <laughs> for you brother uh so check out uh the real love podcast from jay at r.e.a.l it's the same areas you will find adam Fripp podcast on all the descriptions that Lindsay said in the beginning of the episode so yes. and, and every other episode that she's described it yeah. so all right so let's jump into it godly counsel pretty much we were asked like what is godly counsel to us and uh so i just pretty much just ask it and shoot it over to you lens like what is godly counsel to you oh (laughs) yeah (laughs) what is godly counsel to me yes godly counsel to me is a message or a lesson that comes from a person who was also seeking their own counsel and their own wisdom and their own life. And it's guided by God, by no one else, not Buddha, whoever, not Kanye. It's got to guided mm-hmm. by God. That's for, for me in my life. If I'm going to, Hey, yo, can can you give me some godly counsel? That's what I would need for that person to be. And also for me with the godly counsel, I also need to know that you're living out that counsel that you are giving me. And so I think we talked about this on previous episodes. I just really struggle with 
going to someone with counsel who also may be struggling with those same things. And I don't think that necessarily means that they can't give sound advice, but sometimes I would want to see you go through it, get through it, and then you can tell me how to go through mm-hmm. it and get through it. But right. that's just me. No, I'm with you on that because I feel like I can't put myself in a position to follow the footsteps of how you got through it if you don't have the blueprint yourself. Yeah. So, like, you can't teach me math if you don't even know two plus two. <laughs> I'm just going to just say it like that. Mm-hmm. So, me personally, I feel like godly counsel is it's like a godly accountability team. You know, you know, you can have godly advice. You can have that support and all that stuff. It, it's like the opportunity to have that potential to grow your faith and strengthen while strengthening your relationships with God and the everybody who's connected to God as well. You know, so, for example, if I'm struggling with something and I go to Lindsay, I know and I let's say that she's been through it. I know that she's going to give me some some good word or some good stuff because she has that experience and overcame what would you ask me what you need counsel on this could be in a counsel episode right now oh don't do that okay yeah let's not do that (laughs) we'll save that for behind the scenes okay so i feel like godly counsel is very important for every individual that's listening to this episode um there is a scripture in the bible that says that we overcome by uh, the blood of the lamb and the most one, the important part concerning this episode, the word of our testimony, Java. the word of our testimony. Mm. You can receive a boost. I can't remember okay. exactly. Say yeah. it again. <laughs> we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. So test pretty much our testimony, what we've been through, what we're going through and how to overcome all of that plays a major role in our deliverance because it, you know, you can take it as motivation. You can take it as, you know, what, whatever. But at the end of the day, I, we believe that godly counsel plays a major role when it comes to testimony you know, for the for the ones that have been in church before and they had testimony services, notice that every time you're like, God has been good to me and I can tell I can tell everything and I can testify and they'll they'll go into their story and then notice that they'll start with all the messy stuff and I've been through this and I did it, but God delivered me and this and all this stuff. <laughs> yeah. But notice the 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 hypeness when they go into the positive side notice that they show their deliverance and all of that notice that they're happy in that area and even if you pay attention in those services some of the people who know their story end up clapping and shouting with them yes girl that's it but it's 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 one of those things where it's so much um it's so much fun to find that you have an accountability team that can that can celebrate your wins that mm-hmm. can celebrate your victories you know even in relationships you know like or or business plans or what whatever whatever it is that you're uh, uh looking for or dealing with do not go to just anybody you have to go to somebody who ha- either has that experience or has that wisdom to deal with that because if you're just going to anybody and everybody you're going to make yourself available to just anything and everything yeah you know 
Um, I found that verse. It's Revelation chapter 12, verse 11. And they overcame him by the blood of the lamb and by the word of their testimony. And they loved not their lives unto the death. So, and I want to kind of say this towards the end because I have a list of how to spot ungodly counsel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so I won't go there just yet. But what about those who, how can I put this? How can you discern whether or not, maybe I am going to go to this list. Like, how can one discern whether or not this counsel is godly? I, I got my opinion. I do have a list, but just really kind of off the top of my head. I think that you have to know God for yourself in order to know if whether or not this is godly counsel that you're receiving. Right. Because if you don't know truth, then you can't discern what's not truth. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so I think it's really easy for people who don't have a relationship to God to simply absorb all of this counsel, wisdom, and advice from people who you may think— is out here living for God or who can put on a facade. Let me tell you, there is some really good front and faking people <laughs> out I mean, here, especially if you Emmy. can't discern that they are about that life. Like they're really good at that. <laughs> and I've, I've met people like that. Like, you know what? You almost had me fooled, but God anyway. Hmm. So I'm going to list, and then maybe we can just kind of go go from there. So I lied. I'm not going to wait to the end. I'm going to list now. Okay. <laughs> so here's a few ways of how to detect bad counsel or ungodly counsel. One is unwise counselors make little or no mention of God or his word. So for me, for example, you ever like ask someone this and they you could tell it's just their true opinion and that don't even like reference before they give it to you like okay this is my opinion but this is what i feel like the lord is wanting me to tell you mm-hmm. <laughs> and so if they're not offering this counsel along with scripture to me that's how you think or that's how you can recognize that it might be ungodly counsel would you agree yeah or or not even scripture just any kind of godly stature or yeah. whatever like if you know for sure that what they're telling you is either feeding your flesh or feeding your emotion, mm-hmm. then it's not going to work. I think you mentioned that in the episode we were on with Jay. Yeah, I think I did. Mm-hmm. Like it has to, it, like whatever that you're receiving in your godly counsel, you, it has to feed your spirit. It can't feed your emotions. It can't feed your flesh. If your flesh is eating more than your spirit is, then it's not good counsel. Yeah. Second thing is I lost it. There will be an absence of prayer or, you know, they may consider prayer as unimportant. I feel like I won't say every counseling session should end with prayer, but especially if you're going to like a friend, like if you're going to like a really good friend, I think they're going to pray with you. But maybe I'm just that type of friend. But, you know, I don't know if there's just an absence of prayer. They're not wanting to like solidify this with prayer. Then then that could be a sign as well. Third thing, they may display defensiveness about using scriptures for guidance so they may may, or they may even take a scripture out of context or they may even be like well that doesn't really apply here you know what i'm saying Mm -hmm. it's just people like that and so you know i feel like people like that will rely on their own senses or their own knowledge and they'll think that scripture is unnecessary moving on okay right you got more on your list or i have 10 so that was only number three oh well i mean (laughs) hey I'm, i'm with you on that okay you know that person may suggest actions 
that aren't scriptural. So, okay. And Brandon may not relate to this. This is why I need one of my girlfriends here. <laughs> but <laughs> you ever like go to one of your girlfriends and I'm just taking it all the way left and, you know, go to them about like a situation about a dude or whatever. Nah, what you need to do, what I would do is I would knock on his door and see if he's there. Like, no, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I feel like if you go to somebody and they start off with the with the response, first of all, like if they're promoting violence, this is not scripture. Your godly counsel <laughs> is all the way gone as soon as they start off like that. Like. Shoot, even with my my homies, like there was a situation that happened. There was a family situation that happened, and he came to me asking me what was going on. But and I'm on three way with me, him, and another friend of ours. The third friend immediately responded in a way that I knew that wasn't godly counsel. Mm. He's like, "Homie, I let me tell you what I would have done, <laughs> and I think you may want to consider this." Yeah. So. Uh, as soon as he said that, I knew that this is not going to go. But see, well. I think you only know because you have that relationship with Christ to recognize that. Mm-hmm. Because your flesh is going to be like, "Yeah, bro, you right." <laughs> yeah, like I was saying, but your like, spirit going to be like, "Nah, bruh." <laughs> yeah, like like I was saying, like if your spirit is being, if, I mean, if your spirit is not being entertained more than your flesh is, then something's not right. Like your flesh cannot be the forefront of that solution. It can't. It can't. We're going to wait for Lindsay to finish her yawning and then we can go back to this yeah, list. Yeah, I'm saying we'd be in the studio really early. I got like five hours to sleep. Okay. Fifth thing is that unwise counselors, I feel like they're going to be really critical of Christian leaders or other godly people. And I'm not even saying like leaders just like on a gargantuan level, right? Because I feel like everyone can criticize the Paula Whites of the world, the Joyce Myers of the world, right? Like we didn't even know them. But I feel like if they're like being critical and maybe just your Christian girlfriend or maybe your own pastor, mm, you know, I feel like that they that they're warning you against listening to them and asserting that their that their way is the right way mm-hmm. and the only right way, I should say. Right. Sixth thing is that they may suggest reading materials that ignore God's words. And so kind of going back to saying like, they're going to be really defensive if you try and like use scripture, like, well, the scripture says this, but then I feel like in the same breath, then they might suggest you read like a totally different type of material that isn't even the Bible. And not to say that they can't give you, we'll just say like, if you have money questions about finances, I'm not saying that you know, like a financial book cannot help you in addition to the, to God's word, mm-hmm. but like, you know what I mean? Andrew Burke, you know. Uh, I don't know how, how to stab your old man and get away with it. Like, no, you probably don't need that right now. <laughs> okay. Yeah, we don't promote stabbing, by the way. Because I Just feel like there's a, like, right, we do not endorse that. There are, there's a thousand counselors in this world, and many of them rely on resources that have nothing to do with the truth of the scripture. And so you got to be careful to recognize and reject the materials that don't present god's views but again i'm not because i'm a reader so everyone knows i'm a huge advocate of just reading just in general so again i'm not saying that just because you pick up dave ramsey's book (laughs) or you know the secret millionaire next door book or whatever that that cannot be additional counsel in addition to god's scripture not saying that okay Mm -hmm. seventh thing Sometimes they give advice according to what they think or want to hear. And I think we kind of already touched, you know, on that. But a wise counselor, remember, considers what God says first and foremost. So I think it's one thing to tell you what God says in addition to like maybe something else that maybe you just experienced on your own as well. Mm-hmm. 
But I think it's ones who like to completely leave out what God is maybe telling you to share with them first. Right. You know, be mindful of who your people are. Amen. Be mindful of who your people are. No, really. I'm just saying this. Be mindful of you, who your people are because clearly you can't. I, I got to go back to this. Like, you have to be mindful of who you surround yourself with. And, you know, it's very important because, you know, spirits transfer. Yeah. You know, and if you go to the wrong person, they might respond in a way to the, their problems may rub off on you on top of what you're already dealing with Mm -hmm. so just be mindful of that you know um you you don't want to go to somebody while you're disappointed and then leave more disappointed right you know like that's like the worst feeling you can't do that even even scripture you know i think it's like proverbs 15 22 something like that it says Uh like like without (laughs) like without counsel purposes we talked about this on the episode yeah it is proverbs 15 i think it's like 22 though but without counsel plans go wrong for lack of advice yes Many advisors bring success yes so you have to go to the right people because the whole point of having godly counsel they have to have your best interest at heart with godly wisdom on top of that so but also keep in mind too even just you know what? We don't get into that. Yeah. <laughs> I was going to say, when you said that they're going to have your best interests at heart, sometimes I feel like as the receivers of the counseling, your counsel or whoever you're going to might give you something that you don't want to hear, but that you need to hear. Mm-hmm. And again, that goes back to you really got to discern whether or not that person even has your best interests in mind. But you also have to be willing to accept this counsel is something that you may not want to hear, but that you needed to hear. I mean, that's the whole reason probably why you went to them for advice anyway. Mm-hmm. A thing. Um, someone that's counseling you, they may seek to control um, the one that's being counseled. So you have to be cautious about letting someone try to control our activities and our relationships with their advice. So does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm not going to explain it then. Okay. <laughs> nice thing. Some counselors may seek to create a sense of dependency on them. Mm. We're all called to trust in the Lord, you know, to adhere to his word and follow his leadership and have him guide our steps. So if we trust him for our salvation, then surely we can trust him for our guidance. So the wisest counsel we could possibly find is in God's word. So we should invest our time in learning scripture and seeking help from those who know it well and can guide us right to the passages. So I feel like it's really important. At least to, I know, at least for me in my walk with Christ right now, it's really important. I can go to someone that like really knows their Bible. There is a woman at my job who she um, basically forms and like leads Bible studies every Wednesday in our building. Like I think she does it in our building every Wednesday, and like I think in another building like every Thursday. And she's an older lady. I, I don't know how old she is, but she she has grandchildren and everything. This woman, when I tell you she knows her Bible front and back, like, it's amazing. She almost reminds me of, what was that Denzel Washington movie? He was blind and, like, knew the Bible. The Book of Eli. Oh, yeah. Is that what it was called? Mm -hmm. Anyway, she's not blind, but, like, she knows her Bible. Not only does she know her Bible, you can tell that she, like, lives in that, too. Like, it's just, it's very, very evident. And so... I've gone to her just just on random things, you know, because I know that she's going to have a scripture to back it up like that. I, I just know it. And so for me, 
I need that because I don't know my scripture back to back. I had to look up every single scripture that Brandon just talked about just now <laughs> because I and, and I'm willing and I'm not ashamed and willing to admit that like that's what I need in my life right now. So that was an example I wanted to give for that. Mm. Yeah. Last thing, 10th thing is to avoid counselors with ungodly lifestyle. This is huge for me. And this applies to both professionals and your friends. If someone is not living rightly and righteously, it's doubtful that they'll be able to give you godly advice. So if you want to know what God desires for you, you got to go to his word or someone who knows it well and lives in obedience as well. Look, yo, yo, I'm 110% in agreement with that. I had to clean out some of my friends list because of that. You know, like, when you get to the point where you just want to succeed and when people are just doing the, the exact most opposite thing mm-hmm. besides succeeding that is trying to pull you down, you have to tear away from that. You know, and I kind of like what I was saying earlier, spirits transfer. You can't dwell in the godly council if you're rubbing elbows with anything that's outside of God's will. Mm-hmm. You can't do that. Like, that's that's playing with fire and that i is think we make an excuse like you can't have half one foot in and one foot out right you know what i'm saying it ain't work no right yeah because i mean if you really think about that how i compare to like let's just say you're at an ocean don't you know if you guys live by the ocean or you're been in an ocean but you can pretty much guarantee like if you have like maybe one foot and like the deep part one foot in the shallow part you know you're kind of right on the edge you can guarantee them waves is going to overpower mm-hmm. that shallow part i feel like it's the same thing when brandon just said you know you can't be rubbing elbows with the ungodly but still wanting to seek out the godly like and it, and i don't mean to say that to say like you cannot have friends who aren't believers right because you can be a light in their life but you really just have to draw that line of who you're seeking like, your counsel from but that plays a major part in in your in your relationship with Christ, because if God is tapping you on the shoulder and say, "Hey, chill out, don't get, don't call that person for advice," mm-hmm. but you do it anyway, and you heard God tell you, you know that 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 can be an issue. Mm-hmm. So I, it all boils down to yes, there's nothing wrong with having godly counsel, but it wouldn't matter in anything if you can't see God for Himself first. Yeah, you know. <laughs> I was just talking to my friends about this the other day. So my friends know what they can call me for and what they shouldn't call me for. But I think we all have friends that way. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I put friends in like, you know, buckets. You know, I got this bucket. They're going to be have a lot of empathy. This bucket's going to be very truthful. Like mm-hmm. you, I feel like you have those pockets of friends. And so my friends know. I forget how we got on this topic. They know not to call me if they're like really, really in trouble if they don't want a lot of questions asked. Because I would be like the whole Cat Williams stand up. Where was you at? Why didn't you call me? Like, <laughs> what was you doing there anyway? Well, how did you get there? Well, why was you with him anyway? Like, that's going to be me before I get you out of this trouble. Oh, yeah. And so I feel like I said to say, you know who that person is. Like Brandon said, who that friend is that you know you should seek counsel from or that you shouldn't seek counsel from. Because when you're talking to someone about your problems, what are you truly seeking? Is it support? Is it sympathy? Is it direction? Is it agreement? Or is it God's viewpoint? So you got to be sure to follow the criteria that we just laid out and seeking and choosing that counselor, because it's really so important that that advice you receive is shaped by God's word and shaped by his goodness. Mm-hmm. I ain't got nothing else. Just just find a good circle of people who's going to pray for you and give you that good advice for your spirit, not your flesh. Amen. We will catch y'all next week. Thanks for listening. 
Peace out.